Good morning, everybody. Shabbos Daf Nun based, and you're listening. Quick Chazari Son Daf Nunalf. The Mishnah Daf Nunalf. Nunalf told us two halachas. Number one, that the halacha is a person's not allowed to do Atmana on Shabbos. He forgot to do Atmana on Shabbos. And if he did Atmana on Shabbos and it got uncovered, the halacha is that he's allowed to do Atmana on Shabbos. He said that even the Chachila, if you take it off the Atmana on Shabbos, you got to put it back on. And the Mishnah told us there's no issue of being matman, things to keep them cold. You're allowed to insulate things to keep them cold. And the Gemara went through that there's no issue, even to, even foods which are normally kept wrapped up to keep them hot. Allah is no issue of insulating them to keep them cold. Then the Gemara on the bottom went through that Allah is that if a person, once he does Atmana on Erev Shabbos, Allah is allowed to switch it up on Shabbos itself because he already did Atmana on, Shabbos, on Erev Shabbos. It's not going to be a problem. The Gemara said you're allowed to move something from Mecham Mecham because that's cooling it down. There's no issue of Atmana. Then the Gemara went through that if you did Atmana with something that you're not allowed to move on Shabbos, but the cover isn't which you're allowed to move on Shabbos, Allah is not going to be a problem. You're going to allow to move it. However, if you covered it with something which is also to move, even though the actual Atmana was on something you could move, Allah is going to be also to move because it becomes a bust of the Ratzar and it's going to be Mokta. Then the Gemara ended off the parak by telling us that it's also to crush snow and hail on Shabbos because your issue of Milad, you're creating water, and that's going to be a problem. Then we saw the beginning of the parak went through the Allah that an animal is allowed to go out with different types of leashes. Each animal is allowed to go out with its own leash, its own type of collar. That is normal for it to go out with. And the Gemara went through in Machlekes whether an animal is allowed to go up with an upgraded collar, an upgraded leash, meaning if an animal is enough for him to have a smaller leash and you give him a bigger leash, the Gemara wrote down that was a Machlekes if that's going to be a problem or it's going to be mother to carry because any extra protection is not going to be a problem. Today we're going to continue that discussion about having an extra protection in animals. That, and the Gemara and the is going to go through again different things that the animals are allowed to go out with, not allowed to go out with. And the Garland Bay is going to go through the halachas of rings in regards to carrying rings on Shabbos and in regards to halachas of Thomas. Let's see the Gemara on the bottom of Daf and then Alphabet Bay says the Heli Gemara. Lebi Brader of Huna Bar Chil Rabbar of Huna, the Kaz Borcha, they're going together on the road. Kad Macham Lebi, the Kham Rabbar Huna. The donkey of Lebi went ahead of the donkey of Rabbar Huna, meaning Lebi started, Lebi's donkey went ahead. Chosh Ait Rabbar Huna, Rabbar Huna was Kadachalish Tadas, he got upset. Amar, so Levi said, I mean, and Rash explains, because Rabbi Baravuna was a bigger time of than Levi, and he thought that Levi didn't mean that, he thought that Levi went ahead of him on purpose, and he had Chalisha Dadas. We take a look at Yasha, Yasha explains why he was had Chalisha Dadas. So Levi said, let me tell him, let me ask him a shayla, so that I'll, I will pacify him, I'll show him that it wasn't done on purpose. So Levi said to him, so he said to me, asked him this kasha, a donkey, like my donkey, which is a very bad donkey, and he was trying to hint him that he didn't do it on purpose. It was a donkey that went ahead because he didn't have such a tame donkey. A donkey was wild. So he said, What is Allah? It's allowed to go with the Prumbia on Shabbos. Meaning, this Prumbia is something which is an upgraded Shemira. It's not normal for Hamar to go out with the Prumbia, but this type of bit. So the Shabbos is allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. Is an upgraded Shemira. Is that considered a mass or not? I'm related back to We said Allah is like that Konatusi Yisera, any extra protection is not going to be a problem on Shabbos, and therefore it's going to be mutter to carry to for the animal to go out for your donkey to go out with this bit on Shabbos. There's an interesting discussion in Taste over here on the Rishayim that the Gemara seems to tell us in Masechus Brachas that there's an ein mechavde medrachim that you're not there's no chiv of kibud on the roads. Meaning when you're walking with your Rebbe, let's say on the street or you're both riding a donkey, there's no issue of being mechavde. And the Meir actually explains that Pashat Shalim is because if people were always being mechavde each other, nobody would ever go anywhere on the street. Everybody would be constantly moving over to allow the people to go through. So Taste's Mahalach over here is that when you go together as a chabur, if you're walking together, then you have to mechavde each other. However, if you just happen to meet each other, if you happen to be going on the road, then there's no issue of Mechav Again, different Rishayim offer different Shatim exactly what, when we do say Mechav we don't say Mechav an interesting discussion. It says, is that a goat is not normally allowed to go with an after this bit because it's going to be very loose. The donkey, the goats, 
face is very narrow, and if you put the officer on, you put this bit on, normally it's going to, afraid it's going to fall off on Shabbos, you're going to carry it down on it. But if you make holes in its horns, and you're able to stick it through the horns, then it's allowed to go out with it on Shabbos, because you're not afraid it's going to fall off. So, what's halacha? If you stick it in its beard, if you like tie it up in its beard, since if it moves, if it shakes it off, it's going to hurt it, it's not going to fall off. No, or sometimes it's going to be weak, and it's going to fall off by itself, and you're going to come to carry for Take you with these shallow remains if a goat is allowed to go out with this officer. Says the Agmar writer, Tanan Lassamur Gler, the next mission of Labor to Ishmael, Karnal Alacha said a cow is not allowed to go out with this strap in between its horns. And we'll see later on that a cow is, doesn't, is a, considered a tame animal, doesn't really need any type of shmira to protect it, to guard it. So it says the mission, the mission says you're not allowed to go with the Ritzu because that's considered caring. Says the Agmar, the Agmar, the Plague, Rabbi Shmuel, Chadam, Rabbein, the Naiv, and the Shamar, Usser. One man, Namar said that if it's going out with the strap to beautify itself and strive, if it's going out with the strap in order to protect it, to guard it, the Alacha is going to be Usser because doesn't need it, and therefore it's going, to be, it's going to be considered carrying. One of them said that if it's going out as an ornament to make itself beautiful, then it's going to be usher. But if you're using it, if it's going out with this strap, say you could guard it so you could protect it, Allah is going to be mutter. Let's, let's bring a ride that Shmuel is the one who said that Dafka is going to be usher, but if you're using it to guard the animal, it's going to be mutter. Because Ravuna said that Shmuel said that Allah is like Hanania, that we said before Hanania held, that an extra shmir on an animal is not going to, going to be considered going to be considered a problem. So let's say over here as well that if the cow goes out with the strap, so if you hold like Hananya, then it's going to be mutter. Because even though the cow does not need the strap, doesn't need this leash to guard it because it's considered a tame animal, but Hananya is going to hold that it's going to be mutter because it's not considered a masa, even though it's an extra protection. So let's say that when Shmuel said, Oh, like Hananya, so Shmuel is one over here who said that it's going to be mutter for the cow to go out with the leash. Only a bias is a bias. No, Adrava. Just time to Shmuel, Dhamma, Bain, Lenabe, and Lashamra. So let's say, let's bring a raya that Shmuel is one who said, even Lashamra, even to guard it, it's going to be Aser. Why? Dhamma, even Shmuel, because we just in the name of Shmuel, Machalif and the Fanai Rebbe. Shazubazum out, they asked the Shalom Fanai Rebbe, what's Allah? If you switch up the different types of leashes on different types of animals, what is going to be Allah? And I'm going to find out Rishon 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 said, Kacham Rabba, Abraham, it's Yetzin Ba'afzer. Only four animals allowed to go out with an Afzer. So it's a paradigm. And with the Gemara, it's Medayim or Medayik, Lavlamut, Egon Bechaitim. Is it not coming to exclude that a camel is not allowed to go out with a Chaitim? Meaning that each animal is only allowed to go out with the leash that it consider its normal protection, but to go out with the higher level of protection, like for a gamel to go out with a chaita, which it doesn't need, it's considered extra level of protection, would be asr, so the chari see shmuel, that's going to be asr for an animal to go out with an extra protection, so so to over here, the chari with shmuel is one who said that it's going to be asr to, for a cow to go out with this leash, because it doesn't need it, and it's the more no, sami kamiha, that says the Gemara, we're going to have to erase this member that we just said that sh- this quote over here that shmuel sounded like was going to be asr, because we have this other member which said that shmuel said it's going to be mutter. Says Gemara, how do you know which one to erase? I mean, we have a steer. In one place it sounds like Shmuel said that he holds like Hanania, that an extra protection is going to be mutter. In one place it sounds like he disagrees with Hanania, that an animal is only allowed to go out with its own leash, but to go out with a higher level of protection is going to be usher. So how do you know which one to erase? And to the Gemara... Because we're going to find the place which says the fair Shmuel said that Lashem was going to be mutter. Shmuel said that it's going to mutter for the cat to go out with this leash. So therefore, that's why we said to erase the second member, which sounds like Shmuel is going to be usher, because we have a fair member which says Shmuel says it's going to be mutter. Says So now we said that for a cow to go out with a leash, only according to Shmuel is going to be mutter to carry, but according to Rav, it's not going to be mutter for it to go out because it's considered extra protection. A cow does not need this leash. Says the So ask. 
Let's say this is talking about the halachas of a paraduma. Halachas of a paraduma is not allowed to do any work with it. You're not allowed to have the paraduma carry anything extra. So it says they have the gemara. The Mishnah tells us that if the owners tied a leash onto the paraduma, it's going to be kashin. It says If you're going to tell me that for a cow to go out with a leash is considered carrying, the Torah said it's not allowed to go out with an oil. So it asks the gemara. According to Shmuel, makes a lot of sense because Shmuel said that it's okay for a cow to go out with a leash, even though it doesn't need it. It's not considered carrying because unless you're using it for protection. But according to Ra, that said that it's also for the cow to go out on Shabbos with the leash. It sounds like that is considered carrying. It's considered a matzah. So the chare should be the same problem, which should be pulsing now for the paraduma. And says the Gemara, no, I'm Rabbi Abmelechemir. They were talking about where you bring the paraduma from, city to city, and therefore even a regular cow would be mutter too. Everybody would agree that you would normally put a leash on a cow to take it from a, to, from a far place, and therefore it's going to be mutter if you put the leash on the paraduma. Rav Amar says shani paradudamiyakar. No, the paraduma is different. Is because it's very expensive, and therefore even on a normal cow you would not put a leash, but on the paraduma you would put a cow, uh, you would put a leash on because you want to be very careful with it. Ravina Amar Ravina says, my brothers are talking about a cow which is very wild, it's dangerous, it's rebellious, and therefore everybody would put a leash on it, and that's why it's going to be okay if you put the leash on. It's not going to be considered doing malacha with the cow, even according to Rav. Says the right The mission said that a sus a horse is allowed to go with this shear with this. Uh, collar around its neck that you attach chains to it. But and the Mishnah said that it's allowed to go Yitzin Mishir Benim Shachim Mishir. Then we're going to discuss what that means. Says Gemara, my Yitzin Benim Shachim. What does it mean they're allowed to go out and allowed Benim Shachim? So Ravuna, a Yitzin Kruchin, a Benim Shachim. Says Ravuna, what the Mishnah is telling us is that they're allowed to go out. Either you're allowed to just wrap up the bit, you're allowed to wrap up the collar around its neck, a Benim Shachim, or you or you actually can go and pull lead the animal with the leash. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says Yitzin Mishachim and Yitzin Kruchin. Alachas, you're only allowed to go out with this collar, and if you're going to pull it with the chains attached to it, but you're not allowed to go. If you're just going to wrap it around its neck, that's going to be a problem. See the Tana in the Bryce, we learned Yates and Kruch and the In the Bryce, we learned that you let it go out with it wrapped around the neck to pull it. Again, Pasha's Bryce, it sounds like the Shitav Shmuel, that you actually have to be pulling it, leading the animal with the leash. But Taisis over here explains you can interpret it, Sayakar and Tavuna, Sayakar and Shmuel. Amr Yasef says, Yasef, Chazin al Igli, Tibay Ravuna, I saw the calves of Ravuna, Yates and Vavsarim, Kruch and Shabbos. I saw the calves going out with their officers on Shabbos and they're just wrapped around and they weren't actually being led. So we see clearly that they're allowed to go out even if they're wrapped around, even if you're not actually using it to lead. The animal. Now it's actually very interesting because over here the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yosef saw the calves of Ravuna, and the problem is that the Gemara condition of Amadav tells us that Rabbi was blind. So the Chara, what's going on? How did Yosef see? So the Chara, we're going to have to say is that Rabbi originally was able to see, and only later on in his life did he go blind. And if you look in the Rishonim, in condition of Amad Aleph, Amad Aleph, the Ramban, the Ritva, the Ran Al Rif over there. The Rabbeinu Geshem and the Mesachim Sinachos all tell us that Rabbi Yosef originally was able to see, and only later on in his life did he become blind. And it's actually interesting. They tell us a fascinating story that Rabbi Yosef wasn't didn't just become blind. Rather, what happened was is that Rabbi Rabbi Yosef wanted to follow in the ways of Rebbe. And Rebbe, they bring down that there's a Medrash Haggadah which says that Rebbe had 10 different Haggas. And one of the Haggas was that Rebbe would not pick up his eyes and look from side to side. He would only look down and so he wouldn't see what was in front of him. Different shot, either because of a riots or because Derek Hanivas. So Rebbe Yisav wanted to follow in the ways of Rebbe. So Rebbe Yisav tried doing that. He tried not looking around and he was not able to keep that Haggah properly. So therefore, Rebbe Yisav did was he blinded himself. He made himself blind. And that's how Rebbe Yisav originally was able to see, but only learned his life to become blind. It's actually Beferish and he chooses to go in him as well. And this is probably the Makarwal we shine him, the Gainim. Right in Shari Chuvah, Simon Kabayin Chas, that the Chamishas Rebbe's fifth and Hagawash, Layah Mablet, Sadna, Fafilo Fana, the Rebbe would not look from side to side, even what was in front of him, the Amrasimi, Ama, Adisham, and until he actually heard him, he didn't know what was in front of him. Vinogu, Rebbe's of Rosh Akrav, and Rebbe's of Rosh followed in the ways of Rebbe, they weren't able to keep the Hanaga, Ad, Shasimas, and until they actually blind themselves and made themselves blind. So again, fascinating to see that Rebbe's originally wasn't blind, and only after he was not able to keep the Hanaga properly did he make himself blind. Now it's actually interesting because exactly what Shan the Hanaga is. 
fascinating anhaga. But there's a halachic issue with doing something like this because kipshuta, a person who is blind, there's a discussion of Zechus Kedushin, he's going to be patr from mitzvahs, meaning that a blind person, there's machagus in the Rabbanan, whether a person who is blind is going to be patr from mitzvahs or chayv mitzvahs, meaning could be he's going to be patr from mitzvahs and he's only going to be chayv the mitzvahs on the level of mitzvahs, meaning he's going to be ladder in the mitzvahs, but he's going to be patr. So how could Rebbeisev blind himself? How can he make himself blind? As much as it's a nice anhaga to keep him to follow in the ways of Rebbe, but if you're going to be patr from all the mitzvahs, you're not allowed to do that. So it's an interesting discussion because the Gemara Kedushin of Lamanav tells us that it sounds like Rabbi Yisav was in the Suffolk, whether the Allah was like Rabbi Huda or the Allah was like the Rabbanan. It's Machlech between Rabbi Huda and the Rabbanan, whether a person who is blind is Chayim Mitzvah. And it sounds like over there, Rabbi Yisav was in the Suffolk, who the Allah was like. So you could say that, like some of the Shushan over there sound like the Meir and their Tvah sound like it, it really wasn't the Suffolk. And it was Pashatim that the Allah was like the Rabbanan, that the blind person is going to be Chayim Mitzvah. So again, the Gemara over there needs a little bit of work because the Gemara sounds like Rabbi Yisav was actually in the Suffolk. But as the Shaman we get there, we will have to see what the Pashat and the Gemara is. Again, I haven't really seen this cash anywhere. I did see that the there's a quote of the Marivaya on the side of the Shachanarach and Archem Tafkov Peitetz asked this kasha, but I didn't see what he answers. If anybody has any other Mahalach, what Pshan this is, I heard maybe Rashi Weiss talks about this in Kalishim Bavakama. If anybody else has a Mahalach in how Rebbe was allowed to do this to blind himself, we would love to hear. It says the Helege Gemara Viter. The mules of Rebbe used to go out with their officers with their, on Shabbos, and now the Gemara is going to ask, did they go with they were tied around, or did they go actually being allowed with them? When Rebbe when Dimi said they used to go out, did, he, did they go out when they were wrapped around, or did they go out only when they were actually being led by the leashes? It says in Gemara, they went out and just wrapped around their necks on Shabbos, and you see that they don't actually have to be being, being pulled by them. It says in Gemara, they said this in front of Rabbi This Shmuel said that the Beferish went out when they were Kruchan. And he said, I don't, actually, I don't need that because I could have learned it out just from Rabbi statement. That Rabbi said that they used to go out on Shabbos with their officers. And I could have learned out just from that statement that they went out just, by, just with them Kruchan, just with them wrapped around and not actually being pulled. Says Gemara, how, how do you know that? Because if you're going to tell me that Rabbi was telling you that they only went out when they were in Shachan, they actually went away. But you Says Gemara, I already know that from Rabbi Yishel Zubazu, Mao. What is the Allah to switch up the different leashes on different animals? And I'm going to find a Bishma Rabbi Yishel Zubazu, Arba Himmet Shaitzin Ba'afzer. Hasilasa Paradigm Lachamar. That there are four animals allowed to go out with this Afzer, and one of them was the mule. So the Chayyar, I already know that they're allowed to go out with the mule. So what was the demon telling us? What was his Bechidish? So the Chayyar, I could have just seen from the statement of Redeemer alone that the. When he said the statement, what he's telling us the was that they're allowed to go out even if they're just kruchin, even if they're just wrapped around, even though they're not being pulled by it, it's going to be mutter. Aras, you ask, it back, you know, it's true, I need both. Do you know, if you just say the second one, Ruda, have Amina, I would think, I'm going to find him like Kilimay, that maybe he just said in front of him, didn't actually accept the Psak, meaning the Gemara brought down that these four animals are allowed to go out with this after, and only the after, but they're not allowed to go out with more of a something which is more of a Shmir. Says Gemara, maybe he heard, maybe Rebbe heard it, but he didn't actually accept it, so we would have no Raya. Kamash wonder of Dimit, that's what Dimit coming along and telling you, you know that the Allah was that they are only allowed to go with an after, not more. Be Jer of if you just say the Allah of Dimit, how do you know the Shachan? I will Kruchan, then I would think that maybe they're only allowed to go with the Shachan, it's actually being pulled in it, but if they are just wrapped around, it's going to be after. Kamash wonder of Dimit, that's when you need both, or Shmuel Huda tells the Farish that they're allowed to go out even if they're just Kruchen. We said that Allah is allowed to go out with their collars, and you're allowed to spray them, you're allowed to hazal with them, and you're allowed to be Taibal. Now the Gemara is going to talk about the Allah of different rings on Shabbos in regards to Toma. It says the Gemara. Lememra, Dibne Kibbutz, you mean to tell me that these types of rings are Mikabal Tom, meaning it sounds like the Mishnah, you're allowed to do Azan them, you're allowed to be Taibal with them in their place. It sounds like they could be Mikabal Tom, but time I learned to the Mishnah, Tabas Adam Tamev, Tabas Tamev, Kalem. 
that the halacha is that the the ring of a person can be kabbal tumah, but tabas behave kelim mishar kol tabais. The rings of animals or of kelim or any other type of ring to hire other going to be tar. They're not going to kabbal tumah. So uh, why did we say in our mishnah that the halacha is la duaza, which sounds like they're going to become tameh lechayra? Rings of an animal not be, uh, don't come tameh. And to the gemara and bitzak. And we're talking about where the rings were originally for men, for people, and then you put them on the animal. So since they're originally on the person, therefore, they're Makabal Tumas. So when they're on the animal, they're Makabal Tumas as well. Since the person pulled, uses the ring to pull the animal, so therefore, it's something which is Mishtamish, the person uses it, and therefore, it's Makabal Tumas. You're on the right side. Makabal Tumas, Makabal Tumas, Allah has a metal stick. Is makab that you use to lead the animal? What's the pshamat? Why is the stick that you use to hit the animal be makab toma? It's used. The, it's it's a cle for an animal. Tarit is that since the person uses it, it's considered a cle which the adam the person uses, and therefore it's going makab toma. So over here, this ring which goes around the animal, even though even though normally rings that animals wear not makab toma, since the person uses it to lead the animal, it is going to makab toma. Says Agmar, right? You're taivul mukayma. And Allah has got to be taivul the animal in its place, and it's not considered. Because the word is not going to be able to get under the neck, and the ring should be a chatzita, shabbat, because it's a good tefillah. And to the Gemara of Ami, we're talking about where you banged it, you knocked it, and now it became, there's now a space between the neck and the ring. And you knock, you banged the ring a little bit, so now that it's not exactly flat around the neck, and there's a little bit of space, and that's why it's not a chatzita. Says the Gemara, let's hear if Ami holds like, 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 let that we're talking about a ring which came from a person and now it's on the animal. Says the Gemara, if you're going to tell me, like we said before, like Rabbi Yitzhak said, that we're talking about a ring which originally was a person's and now it's on the animal, and now you're going to tell me that you did a maisa to the ring, that you banged the ring so that it would, so that it would not be a chatzitza. But once you do a maisa to the ring, now it should lower, it should change its status from being the ring which used to be around the animal. Now you did a maisa, it should be a ring which is an animal ring, and that should not be called tumah. The tumah should go away. This not because we went to the Mishnah call. Can we already learn to us machshava? The halacha is that all tumahs can be mekabel tumah machshava. We'll learn more about this. That once you decide the kli is done, the halacha is that now it's mekabel tumah. They know elim tumas and elbish shinimaisa. The halacha is that they don't they don't lose their tumah unless you do a a shinimaisa. You do actual maisa too, make it not mekabel tumah anymore. It's not be tummy. So the over here, once you did a maisa, once you banged the ring, the animal ring, it should not be tummy anymore. So how could it be tummy anymore? And someone else like Rebuda says the Gemara he holds like Rebuda. Damer maisa because he holds like a view that holds that a mice which is done to fix something is not considered a mice which takes away tumah. The sign of the price that Allah is that a mice by tumah only affects and only takes away the tumah if it's doing it to break the clay to be makaka the clay. But if it fixes the clay, then the clay is still be, going to be tummy. So, therefore, over here, when you bang the clay to make it better, to make it fit around the animal better, so that there's a little bit of a space that's a little bit loose, that is considered being masaki in the ring, and therefore it's still going to be tummy. In the Bryce, we learned we're talking about rings that have a little bit of space. We're talking about wider rings, and therefore it's not going to be a chatzita. I mean, we're not talking about a ring that you had to bang out. We're talking about a ring which originally was wider and was not very snug around the animal's neck, and therefore it was never a chatzita in the first place. Says the Agmar right there. There's a Talmud a Shaila to Rebbe Shamati, Shachok and Bain Tabas the Tabas. I heard that there's a difference between certain types of rings. And he didn't know exactly what he was referring to. Armalay said back to him, Shamalay Shamata Lenin Shabbos. The Khari we're talking about, then in regards to Shabbos, there's going to be a difference in the different type of rings. Meaning there's going to be a difference in regards to carrying on Shabbos. If the ring has a signature or does not have a signature, there's going to be a difference. We'll see later on about this. 
Tama, because if it, if it rings regard to, if you heard this in regards to Tama, all the rings have the same halacha. That all the rings are Mikabal Tama. Says the Gemara, is it true that in regards to Tama, all rings have the same halacha? But now we learned to the Mishnah, Tabas Adam, Tabas Adam, Tabas Adam, Tabas Tabas We learned that, different, that the ring of a person is Tama, and the ring of an animal or of Kalim or any other type of ring is not Mikabal Tama. So why did he say that all rings have the same status? It's not true. We see clearly that rings have different status. When he said, when Rabbi Lazar said that all rings have the same status in regards to Tama, he was referring to the rings of a person. Says Is that true that in regards to a person, all the rings have the same status? If you made a ring too for it as a belt, or Lakashwa Bank safe of or a ring which was like some sort of suspenders, Tahira it's going to be tar. The only type of ring which is going to be on Tame is the ring which goes on the person's finger. So you see that even in regards to a person's rings, people's rings, the Allah there's a difference. That if it's a ring which goes around the finger, it's going to be Tame, but a rings which are used for a belt or for suspenders, Allah are not going to be Kabotoma. So the we have a chilek in people themselves. And to the Gemaraki Karmala, when our blazer said that all rings have the same status, he was referring to the rings of people that go around their fingers. And that's why they all have the same status. Says the Gemaro, is that true that the rings that go around people's hands all the same status? is, if you have a ring which is metal, but the and the actual seal is of wood, Allah is going to become Tami. But he shall However, if the actual ring is made out of wood and the seal is made out of metal, Allah is going to become tar. Because the main part of the clay is the eight, is the wood, and that's Amakabotomo. So therefore, even though the, some parts of the clay are made out of metal, Allah is if the majority of the clay, the main part of the clay is made out of wood, it's not going to become Tama. So we see there's a difference even on rings that people wear around their fingers in regards to Tama. And when Rabbi Lazar said that all rings are the same status in regards to Tama, he was talking about metal rings that go around people's fingers, they all have the same status. You're all Beltoma says the and there's no difference whether they have a whether they have a signature or not. Says that my right to Shamati and then the Talmud said I heard another I heard another thing. Shachokin I heard there's a chelak between different types of needles and Amar and he wasn't sure in regards to what discussion that the needles are going to be different. So Rabbi responded to Amar said back to what you heard was that there's a difference between needles. Uh, in regards to the Allah of carrying on Shabbos, that Allah is that a needle which has a eye can be used to sew the Allah to be carried on Shabbos. You're going to be chayav reitzah. However, a needle which does not have an eye does not. It's not used for sewing. They would actually use those needles sometimes as a decoration on their clothing, and therefore you would not be chayav reitzah on Shabbos. And says in dealing because if it was in regards to Toma, all needles have the same status. Now says the same type of kasha. Well, is that true that all needles have the same status? I mean, there's no clue between different types of needles. But time we learned the Mishnah is if you had a needle which the eye was taken out or the point was taken out, the is it's going to become tar. So you see clearly that there is a lot, there is difference between different types of needles, meaning a regular needle is going to be kabbalah but a regular uh, needle which it's broken, Allah is going to become tar. And the gemara when Reb Lezer said all needles are, are tame, they all have the same status. He's talking about a whole needle, not a needle which is broken. Says the gemara bishleima is that true that even in regards to a whole needle, the old needles have the same halach in regards to tama. But tonight we learned the mishnah also chaluda a needle which got very very rusty. If you can't sew properly, the lacha is going to come tar. Be left tmea, and if it not, it's going to come tar. So you see again, there's a chalik between regular needles. If it's rusty or not. And Rabbi Yana explained this to be said that a rusting is going to become a problem. That is, if it's Rishumi Nikar, which Rashi explains in the second shot, that you're not going to be able to sew properly with it. So again, we see there's a difference between actual needles in regards to Tama. And just the Gemara, when he said that, when Lazar said all needles have the same Allah in regards to Tama, he was talking about a non rusty needle. Is that true that non rusty needles, these bright needles, are all the same status in regards to Tama? But Tanya learned in the Brisa, Allah is that a needle, whether it has a hole in it, it does not have a hole. The Allah is 
you're allowed to carry on Shabbos. Learn when you And the only set is the difference between whether it has a hole or not in regards to Tumah. Meaning, if it has a hole, it's Makabal Tumah. If it does not have a hole, it's not Makabal Tumah. So we see that even in regards to regular needles, that only if it has a hole, it's Makabal Tumah. If it does not have a hole, it's not Makabal Tumah. And it's the Gemara, no. I'll take around a bayali with the Rava, beg Yomi. This that we said is a chilek between whether there's a hole or not in regards to Tumah, that was only by an unfinished needle. That unfinished needle, if it has a hole in it, it's Makabal Tumah. If it does not have a hole in it, it's not going to Makabal Tumah because it's not considered clean. However, once it's considered a needle, once it's a finished product, then there's no difference whether it has a hole or not, whether it's not a hole or not, it's going to be Makabal Tumah. So therefore, when Rebuzer said that the Allah is that needles all the same status, that was referring to a finished needle, and then does not make, doesn't, make, doesn't make a difference if it was Nakuba or not Nakuba, it is going to be Makabal Tumah, it's going to be Tame. Quick as we saw today, the Gemara on the top brought down that the Mishnah said that the Allah is that a cow is not allowed with a leash between its horns on Shabbos, and the Gemara wrote down as Machlech between Rav and Shmuel, whether even if it's going to guard it, to guard the animal, if it's going to be Usr, or only Glenai, only if it's going to be as an ornament, it's going to be Usr, but if you're going, using it to guard the animal, to watch the animal, it's going to be Mutter, like the Sheet of Hananya, that an upgrade Shmir is going to be Mutter. Then the Gemara on the bottom wrote down that a Machlaikis had interpreted our Mishnah when the Mishnah said that all animals that go out with a collar are allowed to go out on Shabbos, Nimshachan and Yetzin, does that mean that they're allowed to go out even if it's just wrapped around the animal's neck, or they have to go out specifically if you're going to lead them with the collar, then it's going to be what if it's just wrapped around, it's going to be us. We saw that was a Machlaikis. Then we saw the Gemara Lambez went through the halacha of rings regards to Shabbos and regards to Achastama. The Gemara brought down that a ring is not going to be considered a chatzitza. The Gemara had different roots, either because you banged down it was a little bit wider, or because originally it was wider, and therefore it's not going to be considered a chatzitza. And the Gemara went through on the bottom the different halachas in regards to rings, in regards to Tama, whether if they're rusty, it's not Makabal Tama, if it's broken, it's not Makabal Tama, different halachas in regards to rings being Makabal Tama. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.